It is time to talk some uh, greyhound racing action, and Ron Arnold is the host of Going Greys today. Morning, Ron. Yes, good morning, David. And uh, I know we've got a uh, race at Townsville a couple of minutes before 11, so I'm going to go straight into our very special guest today, Dave. Of course, uh, we had a little bit of good news as far as the world of racing in uh, very difficult circumstances, well documented. But last week there was an announcement the 2020 Tab Million Dollar Chase is going to be run and won. And I suppose I've got to be like many others. A few months ago when our uh, COVID world appeared, I thought the big group races might slide into oblivion for 2020. But to the credit of the GR New South Wales board and their senior management, they have been able to get everything together. And obviously the wagering turnover has held up quite dramatically and uh, they've certainly kept it going. And to tell us all about it, the man that does steer the ship, I suppose, we'll call him the captain, the CEO of GR New South Wales, Tony Mestroff. He joins us this morning. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Ron. Thanks for your nice introduction. Yes, very proud to go ahead with the million-dollar chase. We had real concerns whether the event would take place or perhaps we'd have to limit venues or reduce prize money. But the one thing I can say is the winner on October 16 will collect a million dollars again. So really proud uh, of the team here at GNSW that have been able to make it happen, obviously working with Jaboda. So a fantastic announcement for, for all participants. Yeah, I've got to be honest, uh, for those of us there, the, the sort of on the, the betting side of things, I, I go back to May, Tony, and I reckon you'd have, you'd have been betting log odds that that could have happened. I, I really thought that, you know, the, even if we run the race, it'd be a chance, but reduced prize money was looking the favourite. But then the punters have, have rewarded greyhound racing. Like, I suppose if there is one benefit out of this world we are at the moment, I suppose greyhound racing has showcased itself as a as a fun sport, enjoyable sport to have a wager on and do it responsibly and it's all over in 30 seconds and you can go again. Yeah, exactly. We've seen a real upscale in, in Greyhounds itself. I think that coincided with the clubs closing. Maybe we got some of the, the poker machine clients. But look, I think the upscale in welfare as well has helped people see GNSW investing more and more in welfare and the GAP program. And I think that's resonated with people as well. But good to have an upscale in order to provide this opportunity to um, all our participants. And our job is to make the industry sustainable. And I think by having races like this, it does make people want to breed, buy dogs and so on. So pretty exciting event coming up. And I must admit, just digressing for one moment, I obviously was working from home like many for, for three months of this year and walking around the suburb, which I hadn't done for ages. Tony, I'm amazed of how many greyhounds are now basically are adopted out. And, and every day I passed a couple and they weren't obviously always the same one. Um, and I just think that's fabulous that in you know the general suburbs today, the greyhound is heavily accepted. Yeah, of course. Like we, we not only provide racing, but we need to rehome all our dogs. You know, in 1920, Gap New South Wales rehomed more than 1,300 greyhounds. That's more than we've ever done up. You know, from 729 the previous year. So it's just outstanding. And during this COVID period, again, we've seen applications go through the roof. We saw in May. Um, 50, over 50 dogs were adopted but not only that, there was 56 that were fostered out. Um, people obviously want to try it out as a pet so it's a great pet. I saw 
um, someone down the dog park near where I live on, on Saturday, and I just said, oh, how's the dog going to the grain? She said, I just got it. She said, he's very lazy. Um, all he does is sleep. So I think it's, um, they're a great animal. They're a popular animal. So, you know, we've just seen from the announcement of Tim Cahill, that program and the awareness of it just grow even more, which is, which is great news. All right, mate. Now, I know your million-dollar chase details are all on the website in detail, and that's the best place for trainers to go through and have a look. But in brief, um, can you just go through how our conditions of this year's race will take place? It's a little different to normal. It is a little different, um, given the conditions and what's going on in the world. I think the good thing is that we maintain our regional presence uh, more than ever. Uh, there's 15 regional venues. You know, in 2018, when we started the event, there was only 11. So of those um, 15 venues, obviously, there's heats there. The first three place getters from each of the regional finals, where there's 45 in total, will advance to the semi-finals held at Wentworth Park on October 9. The eight winners of the city preludes at Wentworth Park on October 3 will join that 45 regional qualifiers, as well as the four fastest second place getters from the city prelude. So... Um, also includes a final seven semi-finals will be made up of the nationals, the state champions, um, which will be held on August 13. For the first time, Ron, really proud to announce the winner of the New Zealand Championship will be involved in the semi-finals. And of course, the eight winners of the semi-finals will race for the million dollar first prize on October 16. So a little bit different with the inclusion um, of the nationals, but we still remain and hold that regional presence, which is really important. And, you know, we just have to keep people updated on travel restrictions and others as you know, things change every day. So um, stand by for announcements. That's basically the, the schedule going forward. Tony, just quickly, for the benefit of, of a Victorian dog, do you think there's a fair chance that dog may have to be sent to a, a New South Wales trainer, albeit a, a month before the race, to, to be prepared and be safe to be here? Yeah, sure. We're about to make some announcements. Obviously, you know, September 1 um, is the first race at Gosford, but stand by for some announcements. I've got, at this stage, you know, there's no nominations being taken for Victorian trainers. Um, obviously, um, now there's been a restriction in Victorians and a lockdown, as we've seen. So we'll make further announcements depending on the restrictions, but at this stage, it's very, looking very likely um, that they will need to send their dogs up. And the situation, I think, will either be stay as it is at the moment or there'll be more restrictions. So I can announce that we're strongly recommending that our New South Wales participants do have masks on track as soon as possible. A media release is coming out today. Um, with a, Obviously, we'll monitor that over the next couple of days and um, it could very well be mandatory by the weekend to wear a mask to all, all right, mate, and, just and races. Uh, yep. On one other thing, of course, the Greyhound Racing Review of the Act of 2017 is uh, online at the present moment. Um, those views of the participants will be uh, closing on the 26th of August. Obviously, you would encourage people to do that? Yeah, of course. If, if people um, see certain changes happen in the industry or want to improve or they just even want to acknowledge the work that's being done, um, please do send in your opinions and um, your scheduling around anything at all um, within the industry. We obviously want the industry to keep growing. Um, it's come out of COVID even stronger. Um, we need to keep the biosecurity up, obviously. But, look, I encourage people and clubs and participants to please um, reply to that review, which is ongoing until the 26th of August. Obviously, Tane, I suppose politicians and I have clashed over the last few years, as you could well imagine, many times, and I've never, ever met Kevin Anderson. 
But his reply to Clovermore the other day where he Wentworth Park was outstanding and I tick Kevin Anderson completely as a uh, a man of racing, the three codes. He's done a wonderful job, but just very quickly, Wentworth Park, right for the moment, is safe? Yeah, look, at the moment it's safe. We're having ongoing discussions with government. Kevin Anderson is um, very, very supportive of what we're doing with Greyhounds, Clover, Moors. We don't So it got right up high in the air. Forced its way out of the gates. Didn't exactly go the whole way with a backflip, but went a long way towards it. It's out of the gates. Zoe White up on her feet. So they'll no doubt vet this and see what sort of Nick Zoe White's in. She seems to be okay. So they're having a look at Giovanni. Right, I all right, Tone. Um, as I say, we've she's got a race climbing back into the, in the structure. Um, so if you can just keep us up tough little customer Zoe White. She's back in there, and now they're having a look the, at Giovanni. Restriction world and dog movements. Norwegian Wood and overseas. And, uh, I do appreciate you coming on again this morning, mate. Thanks, Ron. Happy to update all your listeners. There he is, Dave Tony Mestrov, CEO of Greyhound Racing New South Wales. And we do have three meetings on today. We've got Goulburn uh, just over an hour's time at four minutes after twelve. We've got Lismore at 6.33 and Gosford tonight kicking off at 7 o'clock. We will have the late mail for the Gosford program before each race tonight for those who want to sit down and have a bit of a wager and watch on either Sky 1 or Sky 2, which is wonderful. Beautiful. Thanks so much for that, Ron. Uh, we're about to get to Townsville. They did vet a horse at uh, Townsville. Past clear, though. They vetted the four, uh, but it has been past clear and they're about to jump.